kitties. Yeah, your good old low down dirty Shane back for a little bit more. There's the question for you. Did you miss me? I'm sure some of you might have, but I'm sure there's probably some of you out there that was hoping I was gone forever. Too bad that's not the case. Yeah, some things came up and, uh, well, needless to say, I had some things to take care of. So, it was personal. Oh, well, shit happens. I mean, how the hell do you think I got in this fucked up world? <laughs> Fell off in a own little rabbit hole and, uh, kind of escaped from the world for a little while. Yeah, we all tend to escape from things from time to time. And thus is the topic of the conversation for today. How do you escape from the world? I mean, reality kind of hits you in the fucking face like a fat man in a Ford truck going 120 miles an hour. Tends to get ugly, tends to get nasty, and sometimes a little bit greasy. Well, at least the good times get greasy. (laughs) Either way, reality fucking sucks, man. I mean, there's so much shit going on in the world. I mean, honestly, how long have I been gone? I haven't been gone that long. It hadn't even been a whole fucking year, really. I mean, it was a little bit more than six months or something like that. Hell, probably even longer than that. It was around, what, fucking July. So, it's been a hot fucking minute, but a lot of shit's happened in that fucking time. I used to have different ways I would escape. Some people go into drugs and alcohol. I had the drugs. Never really was much of a drinker. I mean, I do it every now and then. Fuck, I'm doing it right now. Enjoying my little whiskey sour. I don't know, maybe too many bad relationships and rotten pussy got me on the sour taste, but uh, it's kind of addicting for me. Uh, Drugs are good, though, sometimes, you know. You tend to change your fucking reality, change your perception of the world. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a reincarnated hippie. I'm all about good drugs and better love. But some people just fall into that fucking hole of drugs and they just can't seem to crawl their way out. They just dig themselves deeper thinking it's going to fucking fix itself. Doesn't really happen, though. Lord knows I had a cocaine habit at one fucking time and it took a buddy of mine to wake me up. God, I was spending so much fucking money it was unreal. And you think for someone who's already got the little PP complex, you wouldn't be using drugs like cocaine because that makes that little motherfucker shrivel up to the size of a mushroom cap. 
Blood's pumping everywhere, but there, man, it doesn't matter how much you rub it, lick it, stamp it, suck it, whatever. That little son of a bitch ain't gonna grow very fucking big, and next thing you know, you're trying to pound the puss, looking like Chipmunk Charlie squinting your fucking eyes, running at 100 miles an hour, just to hope you can give a little squirt. Then there's marijuana. See, marijuana is one of my favorite drugs because of the fact, I mean, honestly, it shouldn't even really be considered a drug. I mean, it's au naturel, right? So, I mean, what the fuck is wrong with it? I mean, hell, it's better for you than alcohol, doesn't it? These pickle your fucking liver. Lord knows, I mean, country folk like fucking pickles, but that's a little bit much if you ask me. Marijuana has become so fucking common in the world. People are even kind of using it for medicine and everything else. And it's, you know, I mean, if you use it in recreation or just use it a little bit at a time, but whenever you allow anything to fucking take over your world and you have to have it day in and day out from the moment you get up to the moment you go to bed, that, my friend, is a fucking addiction. You're escaping from the fucking world is what you're doing. You can't do that shit, man. Gluttony is more than just fucking eating. It's overindulging in just about any fucking thing. And there's a reason why it's one of the seven deadly fucking sins if you catch my draft. Then you fall off into the fucking psychedelics, you know. LSD, that was my drug of love right there, man. It was a cheap fucking high. At least it was back in my day. Now it's fucking expensive as all shit. Hell, it's cheaper to find a fucking hooker than it is to get a tab of acid. Fuck, dude. I mean, it was five bucks a hit. You spend ten bucks, you're tripping balls for eight hours, man. It's cheaper than a bag of fucking weed. It lasts longer. You get more shit out of it. Next thing you know, you're chasing fucking rabid monkeys in the damn park. And come to find out, they weren't actually rabid monkeys. They were your own fucking shadows. And you had some kind of toilet paper strung from your ass from using the bathroom. And you thought it was a tail. Oh, thanks for the magical wonders of editing. Uh, Y'all don't know this, but I had to step away for a phone call, so I kind of lost my whole fucking train of thought. Uh, Where was I? I was talking about drugs, I think. Uh, LSD being my drug of love. You know, I was... I dig on psychedelics, you know, because they kind of open your mind and open your eyes and broaden your horizons, I guess you could say. Fucking, uh, I remember there was one time me and my brother, we, uh, uh, did some shrooms and went to an Iron Maiden's concert. It was an all-female fucking Iron Maiden tribute band. It was fucking awesome. But then I see people who get on fucking drugs and they just get all kinds of fucking strung out, man. They just, they, they can't control themselves. They don't know what to do with themselves and... They just get fucking lost, man. Reality is just too harsh for them to fucking maintain, so they have to fucking keep up with the habit. And it's when you get your meth heads and your fucking coke heads and your crack heads and any other kind of fucking head 
Why the fuck do they call them meth heads anyways or coke heads? I mean, it's because they're always given head for the fucking drug. I mean, I, I just, I don't fucking get it, man. I don't know. And then you got uh, all kinds of fucking other escapes. Some people escape in video games, you know. And there's a new fucking trend that was dry and running around all over fucking Facebook where women were destroying fucking guys' fucking game systems because that's their form of escape, I guess. They, they want their personal time on their fucking game systems. Leave the guys in their fucking games alone, man. Not everything is about you, you fucking crazy bitch. I mean, if you find a woman that lets you play your fucking video games, then by all means, fucking keep her. I don't give a fuck how ugly she is. Just keep her. Because, you know, I mean, there's some good stories in games. Video games is another form of art, really, if you think about it. It's it's graphic design. It's fucking storytelling. It's 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 just good fucking fun. And then some people now with the online gaming and everything, you can play with friends from across the fucking nation and across the world and everything. I don't do much of any online gaming because of the fact I don't know what's worse. The fact that I'm getting my ass handed to me by a nine-year-old or that a nine-year-old knows what teabagging is. It just, it just kind of creeps me out. Some people find other forms of fucking escape. They'll get lost in social media. Social media is fucking bad too, man. I mean, we all know about the, I'm trying to ban TikTok. Now, I'm not going to get into all the politics of fucking banning TikTok because we all know it's more than just about banning TikTok. If they were worried about selling your fucking data, they'd shut down all kinds of Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all this other shit because they're selling your data like it's fucking crack on the corner of fucking Chicago streets. I won't get into all that. But hell, man, I get lost in fucking TikTok. I get lost in some of the social media. And TikTok tries to tell me that I'm spending too much time on the fucking app. Well, hey, motherfucker, I don't have TV. Or if I do have TV, I don't watch it because most everything on there is shit with a laugh track. If I want to laugh at shit, I'll fucking take a shit and laugh on my own. Or I got a buddy of mine, he'll send me pictures of his shit, so that way he thinks it's funny, so at least somebody's fucking laughing at it. Just... Some people get lost in their fucking TV, and they'll escape the world by watching the TV and pretending that they're one of the girls in Grey's Anatomy, or fucking... You know, they'll get lost in the TV and listen to the fucking stupid fat chickens and cows on The View or something like that. And it's just, I don't know how you can get lost in the world of TV, but I guess their reality is better than the real reality. Some people get lost in their own fucking worlds of depression and solitude, man. I was like that for a little while. I mean, I was fucking depressed for a little while, and I'd get lost in my own fucking solitude and wouldn't even think about the world around me. 
it was just too harsh and too hateful and there was so much fucking anger and violence in the world that if I was by myself and alone I wouldn't piss anybody off and nobody would piss me off I would just fucking stay there and it was all good that way uh, I just uh, <clears throat> then there's times I want to be a fucking social butterfly you know flap my fucking wings and talk to everybody and anybody. I know whenever I was married, my wife would get pissed off. Of course, she'd get pissed off at just about everything, so it didn't really make much of a fucking difference, but we'd be standing in line at the fucking store waiting to get our books for school, and she'd only talk to me, and I'd make five new friends, and she'd get pissed off about it. Of course, if I breathe in the wrong fucking direction, that cunt would get pissed off about it, too. That's what happens when you're a fucking narcissist, I guess. And when you fall into the states of depression, and you fall into the fucking states of solitude, then you've got constant fucking self-ridicule, because all you have there is your own fucking mind. And so you're constantly fucking looking over and evaluating everything you said and everything you did and was it right, was it wrong, how did I piss this person off? You know, sometimes people are just angry because they're fucking angry. Sometimes people are sad just because they're fucking sad. It has nothing to do with you. You just happen to be in the fucking path. A lot of times it just seems like a lot of fucking excuses. People don't want to face the reality. They don't want to face the world. They don't want to face the shit that's going on in this world. Just like some people fucking escape into their own fucking politics. when, And, you know, it used to be identification seemed to where, you know, you would have the way that you would look at yourself. But now even that's gone into politics. Everything's involved in fucking politics now. If the political fucking leaders can make a fucking story out of it and grab the attention of the media and grab the attention of the people, they're going to fucking do it. And it's just getting fucking ridiculous. I mean, take the fucking shooter at the Christian school over in Tennessee, for instance. For the first time in history, we're claiming that the shooter was a fucking victim. Are you serious? You're going to victimize the person that murdered fucking children? I mean, leave the goddamn kids out of this shit, man. Let the kids be fucking kids. Quit trying to change the fucking identities of the fucking kids. Quit trying to pass your life off over to the fucking kids. You know, a lot of the people, a lot of the Gen Xers want to blame their parents for the way that they fucking grew up and the way that they live. But you know what? At least the fucking boomers let the Gen Xers be fucking kids. Yeah, they were kind of harsh on them, but you know what? The boomers grew up in a harsh fucking world, and they were trying to get us ready for this harsh fucking world, and the boomers were caught up in this whole fucking movement for the feminazis and shit, trying to get all the women out in the fucking work world. 
Next thing you know, the price of everything starts going up and you have to have a two income household, which means this was something that was fucking unheard of. And so the parents, both of them had to fucking work, which means both of them had to be fucking gone and they weren't able to fucking be there for the kids like they really needed to. And then you got latchkey kids like me. We grew up the only way we fucking knew how. I mean, we were raised by the outdoors, by the woods, by our BMX bikes, by our fucking skateboards, and by old fucking reruns or Bewitched and my three bro- my three sons. That's fucking ridiculous. Gen Xers were the first generation to actually come across fucking Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. We created the fucking slime. And we had shows like you can't do that on television and everything else. So we were the first ones to have actual fucking television channels that were meant for kids. So it's no fucking surprise that we were raised partially by fucking television. I mean, what did we have whenever we got home from school? We had a fucking segment, a couple of hours of TV that was meant specifically for kids that would show cartoons. And we had our fucking Disney power hours, man. We had fucking DuckTales and and fucking Tailspin and Darkwing Duck and shit like that. And then Saturday mornings was ours. And then after all of our cartoons were done, we would go outside and we wouldn't come back until the fucking streetlights came on. Gen Xers were the latchkey kids that learned how to cook dinner at fucking seven years old. And I'm not talking about the ramen noodles like you little fucking pussifies want to fucking cook now and call that cooking. No, it's nothing microwaved and we didn't really have microwaves. Microwaves were fucking expensive. We had to cook real fucking meals. We cooked homemade fucking spaghetti and shit. And I still say that there's two different types of Gen Xers out there. There's those that lived in the Gen X generation and those that survived the fucking Gen X generation. And I see so many fucking people on TikTok now that want to bitch about the boomers and how bad and out of touch of reality the boomers are. But Jesus Christ, y'all aren't talking to the fucking boomers that were part of the working generation, the fucking ditch diggers, the welders, the plumbers, the carpenters, the ones that actually did real fucking work for a living, those that worked in the production factory and in the oil fields. Those are the fucking boomers you need to be talking to. Not the fucking land developers and the real estate owners and the fucking uh, business owners and shit like that. Those are the ones that are out of touch of reality because those are the ones that were paying people shit fucking wages. It was our fucking parents, the ones that were the blue collar workers that got the shit fucking wage that had to have the second fucking income to raise the goddamn family. Those are the ones you need to be talking to. Those are the real fucking boomers that were actually part of the generation that raised the Gen X kids that survived. We didn't survive because it was fucking part of life. We survived because we fucking had to. There was no other way to fucking live. This is the reason why we were part of the generation that was considered some of the cool kids that was smoking in the fucking back alleyways of school, walking home and walking to school just so we can get our cigarettes in before class fucking started or before our parents fucking caught us. And the only reason why our parents never caught us fucking smoking is because smokers can't smell cigarettes smoking other people because they smoked in the fucking house, right? And so we would get away with smoking fucking cigarettes and our parents were always either fucking drunk or something all the damn time. So they never realized how many packs of fucking cigarettes were missing out of their carton. (laughs) 
So we'd snack fucking packs of cigarettes from our parents, and then they would get pissed off and surprised that we were actually smoking. They were the parents that says, do as I say and not as I do. But Jesus Christ, and then we turn out just like them, and they were fucking surprised about it too. But you know what they did do right? They prepared us for the harsh fucking realities of the world. They'd slap us in the face and say, stop crying like a little bitch who will stand up and be a fucking man. Or if you're a woman for that fucking matter, they'd smack you in the face and tell you to stand up and fucking act right. Crying over it ain't going to make it fucking go away, and it sure as fuck ain't going to make it feel better. You got to fix the shit. It's just how it is nowadays. It's why you don't see a whole lot of Gen Xers escaping unless they fall into a bad fucking drug habit. It's why you don't see boomers really escaping unless they're escaping into their fucking alcohol. I hate to tell you little fucking panty wads in your safe spaces. Not every fucking redneck beats his wife. Not every redneck is fucking drunk all the time. And a lot of times they're some of the best fucking people you can ever find to build you a fucking house, dig your damn ditch, or fix your fucking truck. But I'm I'm going off on a tangent, you know. It's, well, I guess that's what the show is for. It doesn't really make a shit, really. I don't know, man. Too many people nowadays, they want to blame everybody for fucking issues. They want to blame all these fucking people for the fucking problems and stuff. And it just, they don't want to accept the responsibility for themselves. Millennials are finally learning how to accept the responsibility for themselves, but they're more of a fucking drinker than some of these damn boomers and Gen Xers. Shit, we drank for fun. They drink because it's there. Fucking crazy. I don't get some of these fucking people that are always fucking butthurt. They misgendered me. Oh, boo fucking who. Get the fuck over it. Did it break your bones or did it just break your heart? I mean, I just... Whole world's going to hell in a handbasket and ain't nothing that's going to make any fucking sense anymore. I escape in my politics every now and then. I've gotten too far into fucking politics, really. Hell, I've gotten so fucking deep in the damn conspiracy theories and shit, it's unfucking real. I'm just sitting back, munching on my popcorn, eating my whiskey, drinking my whiskey sour, eating my popcorn, waiting for the whole fucking government to collapse. And when it does, and we all go fucking broke, and all of our money becomes as worth less than the fucking paper that it's printed on, and we can't buy anything because it's a greater depression than the depression itself, and you know, I'm going to be laughing my ass off. Then again, I could be fucking wrong, and the deep state elite could take over every fucking thing, and then we're going to be living in 1984 all over again. Be more of a fucking controlled state than the state than China is. (laughs) 
That's a mighty tasty whiskey sour I made right there. A little heavy on the whiskey, light on the sour. <clears throat> One of the things you have to remember, though, is eventually you gotta dig yourself out of that fucking rabbit hole. Let that light shine in your eyes and face the fears, man. If there's anything that you want to get done in life, you have to ask yourself a simple question. Was I really working towards the goal? Or was I just doing things in that general direction? I mean, if you want something, you got to fucking work for it. You got to fucking fight for it, right? You got to believe in you, not just your fucking online persona that you portray on a regular basis. And this world is made up of more than just you. This world is made up of all kinds of fucking people. Now, whether they you let them affect you or not makes no fucking difference. You have to interact with them. It's just... You gotta find other people, man. Because whether you want to believe it or not, there's comfort in being held and there's comfort in holding others. You got to grip onto that shit tightly, man. You, you can't just... You can't let the world erupt into chaos and not think that you're not a part of it. You can't escape into your world because there is no escaping the fucking world when you're a part of it. Whether you want to admit it to yourself or believe it, you are a cog in the fucking machine. Even if this is all just fucking fake and it's all the fucking matrix and we're living in a fucking alternate reality, you're still part of it, man. You're a fucking battery. You make it fucking run. And it's how you act and how you interact with others on what makes your world go. I guess maybe what I'm saying is whenever it all comes down to it, man, no matter what you believe in, if nothing else, believe in your fucking self. You gotta fucking take that step forward. You know, I got a buddy of mine that listens to my show and he says he likes my show and everything. It's just the fact that I use profanity a little bit too much. And I do. I do. I absolutely do. But it's how I talk. And I can change that. Absolutely, I could. But you know what? If I did, it wouldn't be me. I mean, as far as I see it, my words are fucking meaningless, right? It's not the words that I use, it's the context that I fucking use them. So many people are caught up in this fucking politeness and political correctness and everything else. And we deem certain words that are fucking bad. I mean, look at the fucking uh, words conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory is claimed to be a fucking bad word now. Everybody's fucking, oh, you can't be a conspiracy theorist because that means you're a fucking liar and you're just making up stories. Well, 
a theory is a thought that you come up with because of the actions and consequences that have happened in front of you, right? And a conspiracy is an action that happens that is conspired or thought of by two or more fucking people to do harm to others or benefit themselves. So we're taking two solid fucking words and we're making them into a bad word. Words aren't bad, man. It's just in the context that you use them. So I love you, brother. You're a great person. You know, he's a man of God. He's way more man of God than I am. That's for damn sure. But... You know, even though he doesn't like the profanity that I use, he still listens to the fucking show. So God bless him. And I don't even know what I'm going about anymore, man. It's hours getting long. Time is getting late. And it's getting close to my bedtime. So if nothing else, like I said, if you believe in nothing else, at least believe in yourself. And if there's something you want, you got to do more than just reach for it. You got to work for it. Don't let the stress of others weigh you down because you carry nothing but your own weight in this world. And if you add stress to yourself, it's wasted math, man. Till next time, kitties. And yes, there will be a next time. <laughs>